WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Hello, Colts Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Cody and Derek here for you guys. Guys, we're about a month away from free agency, so with all that, there's a lot of positions of need for the Indianapolis Colts. If you're not sure which positions of need we're talking about, go back a couple weeks, check out our video on the positions of need that we talked about. I'll definitely put a link to that in this video. Should be sure to go check that out, but the first position that we're going to look at, guys, and there's a lot of these guys at this position, is the wide receiver, Derek. And um, there is a ton of guys, like I just mentioned, that we're going to talk about and we're going to look at here. Um, there's some guys that probably aren't as realistic. There are some guys that were like, this could be a potentially under-the-radar guy, or there's maybe a guy the Colts are going to have to pay a little bit more for. But regardless of this, this is just free agents for wide receivers, right? We'll probably talk as the draft gets a little bit closer on some potential wide receivers at the at the draft level and stuff like that if it gets to that point and if the Colts don't really do a whole lot at this position in free agency. So let's just dive right in, man, to some of these guys. We got to start with the biggest name, the most obvious name, the best wide receiver in football, arguably, and that's Devontae Adams. I mean, Devontae Adams, a guy that has just been one of, consistently one of the best players in all of pro football at the wide receiver position. I mean, last year, Derek, he was phenomenal again you know he had 123 catches over 1500 yards 11 touchdowns he's 29 years old you got to think wherever he goes whether it's he stays with Green Bay or whether it's a different team you got to think Devontae Adams is going to command a ton of money a ton of money he averaged 14 and a half million in 2021 so how much do you think Devontae Adams is going to ask for I know there's been rumors around how much he might ask for and do you think this is a realistic opportunity here for the Colts to go get a wide receiver in Devontae Adams. I think this is totally unrealistic when we're looking at it from the perspective of one, I think he wants to stay wherever Aaron Rodgers is going, even if he doesn't. Uh the amount of cash that this guy is going to ask for is just completely out of the price range for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, granted, I think it Devontae Adams is totally worth $25 million for whatever team you put him on. But, I mean, you know, for $25 million, I think that the Colts could go and get a stud pass rusher instead or some other weapons that could help us along the way and, you know, still be able to, you know, or even invest that into a quarterback that actually could make those weapons better. I love Devontae Adams. I would absolutely love it. I just think that, you know, just out of the realm of possibility for me. I think for me, this Devontae Adams, if he doesn't go with Aaron Rodgers, I think he's going to go to a team that already has the quarterback position figured out, you know? And I think he's just one of those contenders, you know, that has a franchise quarterback just looking to add another top-tier weapon. So I'm thinking, you know, like the Bengals, for example, are a team that I think potentially – I know they already have a lot of guys, but, you know, teams like that that already have their established quarterback, um, I think that could be a realistic option there. 
Um, but yeah, for the Colts, I think they have plenty of other positions they need to address first before wide receiver. Um, obviously wide receiver is important, but for that price range, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. So let's move on to another guy though, Derek, that is of interest as well, who, um, got hurt. So the injury will have, we'll have to see on that. He had suffered it. ACL that ended his season. Chris Godwin, he was the guy that was linked to the Colts last year a little bit. Um, a little bit younger. He, you know, he's a guy that uh I I personally like him a lot. I think he's a really good player. Um, you know, obviously playing with Tom Brady is gonna help you out, but I've always thought that he's a good player and could be a really good fit with the Colts. You know, he's only twenty he's gonna be twenty-six years old by the time um he where, whoever he's at. Last year, he had 98 catches, over 1,000 yards again, five touchdowns. So he's going to command probably a lot of money, The probably arguably the second most amount of money for a wide receiver. Obviously, Devontae Adams is number one. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on potentially the Colts going after a guy like Chris Godwin here? Well, obviously, like you said, the injury is going to be a little bit concerning because if you don't get him, you may not get the full version of a Chris Godwin till midway through the season kind of like what we saw a little bit of an Eric Fisher from this previous year you know but I mean Godwin I mean if you can look past the first eight weeks and just kind of look at what you would get when he becomes fully healthy I mean Godwin is just a a perfect slot receiver for any team just has great speed great route running you know really finds those spots in the in the zones that this guy just plays perfectly into the hands of everything you want it's got great hands great speed I mean this is a guy that any team would absolutely kill to have on their team because he adds that element that just every team needs and you know you got Pittman on the outside you have Chris Godwin on the inside you know and then you go and find that and then again if Paris Campbell stays healthy then you have speed on the outside and on the inside with that move you know so I mean that would be that would be great. You know, you wonder if that injury is going to potentially knock a few uh, people out of contention due to one, just the concern of the injury. But then again, twenty six years old. I mean, that's it, this isn't like this is a thirty to thirty five year old guy who's having this. I mean, this is a twenty six year old that you know still has some of his best years left in front of him. So as long as he stays healthy. And this is a guy that's been productive ever since he's gotten into the league and he's only gotten better. You know, I mean, you can always say, oh, that's Tom Brady. That's Tom Brady. Yeah, but he was still getting better even before Tom Brady got there. So, you know, Godwin took that next step learning from that offense. And now that, you know, Brady is gone, you do wonder if Chris Godwin does want to stick around for, you know, the for a franchise tag again, or does he want to, you know, go get a little bit of extra money from somebody that's willing to pay him and, you know, a place where, you know, even if the quarterback situation isn't fixed, you know, it's one of those situations he just may not want to stick into the Tampa Bay's plans unless they can somehow convince him otherwise. I'd like Chris Godwin. Again, the injury kind of concerns me and the fact that we probably wouldn't see him until – maybe week six or eight potentially. I don't know how early we would see him, but either way, uh, I mean, you look at what he might potentially be able to bring you towards the end of the season. I mean, that's something the Colts desperately needed this past year was a receiver presence later in the year, and that's what we didn't have, and that's what we would get with Godwin. 
Yeah, I guess the issue is like, you know, that injury. Like, are you wanting to wait and make him potentially have to miss an entire season to get to finally see him? And then, you know, like, obviously Eric Fisher and him are a different story, but, you know, we're all like, just wait till Eric Fisher gets back. And he never did get back from that injury. Now, I know Achilles and ACL are obviously two different injuries, but you know what I mean? Like, are, are the Colts willing to pay all that money to a guy who just suffered that major of an injury? I don't know if I would, personally. Um, I kind of want to get a guy that I know is going to be able to build some rapport with my quarterback, whoever that is, whether it's Carson Wentz, whether it's somebody else. So I'd probably steer clear of this right now unless you can get him at a discount, which I don't really see happening. I think at that point he'd just stay with Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. That's what you think. So, um, But, yeah, I, I think Chris Godwin's he's certainly a talented player. Um, I would like him if he was fully healthy, but that injury just scares me off a little bit. Are you finally ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. The excitement of when Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. Get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on the action with your favorite teams and players from the NFL, MLB, NHL, Gold, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Right now at WinBet, you can find great promos, odds, and payouts. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Or subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. But this next guy, though, uh, not didn't suffer an injury, and I think he's a good player. Also, like Godwin, he's a young player. Um, I think he has a lot of potential. He has, you know, Chris Ballard always looks for those rare physical tools, and this is a guy that has those rare physical tools. That's Mike Williams of the Chargers. Um, and, you know, obviously, Mike Williams is a guy who's a little bit bigger as a wide receiver, but he's still very young. He's 27 years old, played with Justin Herbert last year. He had 76 catches, over 1,000 yards, and nine touchdowns. Now, here's a guy, Derek, that could potentially, I don't know what your thoughts are on having two big guys like that, but, I mean, for the raw physical tools you get from him, I think he might be physically the most physically gifted wide receiver on the market. And that's saying a lot because there's a lot of really physically gifted guys here. But Mike Williams is a rare player, Derek, in terms of physical stature. And we know how much Chris Ballard gets infatuated with that kind of stuff. What are your thoughts on potentially the Colts adding a player like Mike Williams to the receiver court? My only issue with Mike Williams is not what he's able to do on the field. It's actually the exact opposite. It's the fact of what he does on the field that's going to probably cause other teams to overbid for him. Uh, my guess is, my guess is he's going to get no short of, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I don't think he's going to get anything short of $60 million this next year. I mean, that's, and I mean, that may not seem like a lot. But if he's going to get a four-year deal and, you know, somebody's going to pay him $65, $70 million, I believe. And, you know, Mike Williams, I mean, again, 6'4", you know, 200 and uh, what was it, 220, 225. I mean, this dude is is big. I mean, he's big. I don't even think he might even be bigger than that. I mean, he's big. He's tall. He's got great catch radius. He's got great ball skills. It's almost the size of Mo Ali Cox. It's like if Mo Ali Cox was a wide receiver, basically, right. but with better right. hands. With better hands. Uh, I mean, he he has benefited greatly 
with Justin Herbert being able to throw the football to him, you know, with Keenan, even with Keenan Allen in there, you know, Mike Williams is still the number two wide receiver. This dude can just catch it anywhere on the field. He doesn't have to get separation. He is a mismatch for any corner that you put him on. I mean, he's just a guy that, you know, makes those contested catches, you know, and I don't necessarily know if that's what the Colts are going to be looking for moving forward. They might if they have bigger plans for Michael Pittman moving forward. But yeah, Mike Williams, sure-handed for sure, and just a guy that still has a lot of potential in him. Great player, but I honestly think he might have the I would honestly say might have the second highest upside of these guys in this whole free agent class. So I I would love it, but the problem is is I just don't think it's going to be realistic because I think the bidding market is going to be so high for Mike Williams. I just don't see the Colts putting in a competitive bid for him. It'll be interesting because, you know, you wonder how much are the Colts willing to spend at certain positions and stuff like that. Yeah, I th- I could definitely see some teams overpaying for him, paying a ton, dishing out a ton of money because there are teams with a lot of cap space that will potentially do that. You know, it seems like those teams do it about every year. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Um, Another guy that's of interest, Allen Robinson. This is a guy that's been linked to the Colts, it seems like, for the last four years. You know, <laughs> he's a guy that... uh when originally when he became a free agent, uh, I was shocked that the Colts didn't have as much any interest it seemed like at all at, in him. Um, it was just weird, like the fact that like he was basically a rookie at that point, right? He was like twenty three years old, and the fact that the Colts just didn't do anything for him that still kind of makes me mad that the Colts <laughs> didn't do anything for him because he's turned out to be a really really good wide receiver for the Chicago Bears, playing with guys like Mitchell Trubisky. Um, and Justin Fields last year, obviously, but he didn't play as much. Only had 38 catches of 410 yards. But he's only 28 years old, Derek. He's still fairly young in his career. Um, obviously, didn't have a great season last year. But with how crowded this wide receiver market is, I honestly want to see the Colts just make up for some past mistakes here and bring in a guy like Allen Robinson. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, I mean, what what you're going to see in him now, you know, you might see a a drop in the uh, the market value for a guy like Allen Robinson, but again, not that speed, not that speed guy or the separation guy that a lot of people wish that we would get. But again, just another physically gifted receiver, and like you said, we've seen what he's been able to do with bad quarterbacks. I mean, he's had some really bad quarterbacks, but yet still has had 100 catch seasons. I mean, this guy definitely is able to catch everything you throw to him, which is great. He's a sure-handed guy and can make all those catches that you need from him. The possession ones, the big throws, the ones in the end zone, you know, he's the all-around tool guy. Uh, and if you can get him for for $15 million or less, which I honestly realistically think if you were to give him a three- or four-year contract, for you know, for those for 13, 14 million, and you just front load that contract like what Ballard often does with the big guys that he signs. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. it. It's another good wide receiver, and it still leaves you some room to make a few more adjustments uh, elsewhere on the roster. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I think he's got to be a little bit more reasonable. He did have a down year, so you do wonder if that'll impact his market this year. Make it a little bit more reasonable for the Colts to potentially buy on him and, and get him for a decent, reasonable price here. So, yeah, I would love to have a guy like Allen Robinson. Physical tools are obviously there, and he would be a nice uh, number one wide receiver, right? You know, he would, you know, we always think Michael Pittman's right there on fringe one. It would be nice to have two number one wide receivers out there, right? Um, and get Michael Pittman a, a running mate out there. So, yeah, I definitely would be interested in him. But here's another guy, Derek, that uh, is another potential big name on the free agent market. That's Michael Gallup. He was on the Cowboys last year in that crowded wide receiver room with Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. And Michael Gallup is a guy that uh, he started off a little shaky in his contract year. He had an injury that side sidelined him for about half the season. But uh, then he started really... Uh, coming on until he got injured. So Michael Gallup's a guy that has a lot of talent, but had some injury history the last season. So what are your thoughts on a guy like Michael Gallup, who's still fairly young as well? Kind of in the same boat as Chris Godwin, you know? I mean, in that same situation, you're not going to get him right off the top of the year. Am I more sure about going to get Godwin? Yes, I am, because Godwin has a little bit more of that experience and also has that you know, you feel like at that more top uh, peak that he would hit. You know, I think Gallup could be a really good wide receiver. Do I think he's going to be an all-pro wide receiver if he went somewhere? No, not quite like what Godwin provides. But I think Gallup still is a great outside guy, you know, can beat you with speed, can beat you just with any kind of catch. I mean, the dude has unbelievable ball skills uh, everywhere on the field. We've seen this year with him and Dak. Him and Dak have really gotten into a great chemistry with each other this year. But you're right. Like that wide receiver room is so full for them. You know, I mean, because Amari Cooper's getting paid. CeeDee Lamb's about to get the bag here very soon. And, you know, Cedric Wilson is another wide receiver that came on strong for them late in the year. They're going to have to find a way to pay him, maybe potentially. He's free agent as well. So, you know, I mean, it, it Gallup could be the guy on the way out, you know. I mean, unless he feels comfortable with coming back to Dallas for another year with that injury, getting back to being what he is, try to, you know, enhance his free agent market and be able to, you know, say next year when the wide receiver group is not as stacked as what it is now, he might be one of the even bigger front runners when it comes to that. So I like Gallup. I just think that from the injury to the loaded market to him potentially wanting to stay to try to enhance his market even higher, I just think that might be something that I just I just don't know if the Colts are going to want to do that. And he just reminds me also of as a, as a guy, I think that someone's going to overpay for him. I think somebody is going to want to pay big bucks for Michael Gallup, and it's just going to blow the market out. Interesting. Yeah, but I guess the other argument I would have is like, okay, what well, wouldn't he want to go somewhere, maybe on like a prove-it deal that's not as loaded at the wide receiver position? And then if he's like basically one of the top guys, if not the number one guy, and he goes and has a great year, then he's going to get paid, whether it's with that team or with somebody else. That would be the only argument I'd have for him leaving and trying to test the market somewhere else. Kind of like what Marlon Mack's going to do this season is like, 
We know he's a talented player, but there, there's just really no room for him um, in the running back room. There's no room really for Michael Gallup, I think, to get any more market value. Obviously, you want to, he would stay healthy, hopefully, but that would be my argument, I guess. Is like, does he potentially sign somewhere for cheap, potentially Indianapolis, and then he goes and you know has a great year, stays healthy, and then maybe the Colts pay him next year or some other team pays him next year. That would be my only potential thing there, but I get what you're saying as well. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, another guy here of interest. See, this is this is the crazy thing, Derek. There's so many young wide receivers here in this market that the potential is through the roof with these guys, which is why I think the Colts need to be in on at least one of these guys. Christian Kirk's another guy, 25 years old, Arizona Cardinals receiver. He had over 800 yards with Kyler Murray. That's playing alongside. You know, he was he wasn't even the wide receiver number one, and he had 800 yards plus, almost 900 yards. And he's a guy that has had some ups, some downs in his career so far with the Cardinals. But I think a guy that's set to hit the open market and potentially get paid, um, and potentially like you know get more of that number one role as a wide receiver. This is a guy that I think a lot of Colts nation really likes. What are your thoughts on a guy like, like Christian Kirk, who's only 25 years old, very, very young. Yeah. And I remember us talking about him a little bit last off season, you know, Kirk is, Kirk is an, is an appealing one because, you know, Kirk's not going to be that top level receiver, right? He's not going to get the big buck. Right, not quite that much. Not right. what we're talking about with Godwins or Adams or or uh, even Allen Robinsons potentially or Mike Williams. You know, he's not going to quite get that. But if the Colts are thinking like what you and I have been talking about, and what some other people and Colts uh, Colts analysts have been talking about, is the Colts signing one and drafting one. Kirk could be a great middle tier receiver to sign that's young. You know, he's going to be productive and you go and draft one as well. That loads that receiver room even more. And then you're saving some more of that money to potentially go and invest in another position, either quarterback, defensive end, tight end, whatever you want. Right. I mean, that sort of thing could potentially happen with, signing a guy like Christian Kirk. So it makes a lot of sense, not only from play on the field, but financially what it allows you to free yourself up to do to make that big splash move still could still be the reason why they might choose Kirk. Yeah, I mean, I like the upside he offers. 
I like the production that he had, even as a wide receiver two, not even the wide receiver one. I like the potential in Christian Kirk. I think he could be a really, really nice compliment to Michael Pittman Jr. So um, he's physically a very physical guy. You know, he's physically gifted in that way. So uh, I'm all for, you know, signing him for a mid-tier contract. You're right. I would rather not spend 20, 30 million on a wide receiver if that means I'm spending a lot more of that money I'm saving by signing a guy like Kirk to like defensive end or something like that, you know, and, and while you're at it, bringing this teammate Chandler Jones, I mean, if you get two former Cardinals there, I, I would be totally on board with that. So Dang. yeah, I, I like him quite a bit. Um, see Derek, I'm going to keep going and keep saying this because I just look at this wide receiver list and I'm just like baffled at how many good guys there are here. Here's a guy that's still pretty young. This is a guy I know you're going to be adamantly against, but that's Juju Smith Schuster. We got to talk about it at least. He's a guy that, you know, with the Steelers, he's had some nice moments. He's also obviously been a little bit of a distraction with all the TikTok stuff and everything. But strictly as a player, are you interested in Juju at all? I'm trying to be objective here. Everybody that knows me and has talked to me about Juju knows I don't necessarily want the Colts to go and get Juju Smith-Schuster. He has not been the same receiver since 20, what was it, 2018 when he was drafted and have that 100 receiving catches a year was one of the best wide receivers in the league. You know, the performance has dropped off quite a bit. And whether that's his fault, whether that's Big Ben getting older, whether that is them drafting other wide receivers that have taken some of that time away from him, whether it's been the a lot of the controversies on and off the field that's kind of been the issue, I'm sure that all plays hand in hand. It does. My my just my issue is again. I don't think he's a great locker room guy. I just don't think he fits into the the Colts uh, locker room sort of scheme where you know it's it's a very business like you know thing and. I'm sorry. I mean, the TikTok thing, it, it 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 throws me off when it comes to guys like that. Like, I don't I don't have an issue with him doing TikTok. That's not my issue. Just the, you know, in 2019, we saw, you know, I mean, he put a target on his freaking back. He put a target on his back. And he did it even despite Mike Tomlin telling him, Mike Tomlin, the great Mike Tomlin, one of the most respected guys. In the NFL, because he has never had a losing season in 15 years, probably the most respected head coach in the league, couldn't even get Juju to turn it down a little bit. Couldn't even do it. What did Juju do despite uh, Mike Tomlin? He went out there and did it even more, and he made it even more public. Like, this guy's a diva, and, and listen, if you're a diva, you better be you better be elite in order to back up your BS because and Juju's just not that. Do I think Juju Smith Schuster adds another level to this team that's not there? I don't think he does. And I know people are saying, well, well, what about how does Christian Kirk add another element? Yes, but you probably pay Christian Kirk a little less than Juju. You don't have the personality issue to deal with. And then with that being a distraction, and then you still get production from Christian Kirk. You've seen him do it. You know, it's just, I, 
I think Juju, if he put his freaking mind to it, I definitely believe that Juju could be a very good receiver for whatever team he plays for. No doubt about that. Am I putting my money on it for the Colts to go and get him? I'd prefer to look elsewhere. Fair enough. All right, there's a couple more guys I want to look at here. Uh, next guy is DJ Chart. Guy uh, on the Jaguars, we know him pretty well from his Jaguar days. And he's only 25 years old as well. See, so a lot of these guys are 25 or younger, which is really cool. So um, but he's he's he suffered an injury, obviously. He didn't play a whole lot at all. Um, he didn't play. He only played in four games for the Jaguars this last year. But the talent is there, Derek. This is more of a guy that would be maybe more of a low risk, potentially a high reward type of guy. Um, and I think potentially it could be it could be worth looking into that if you feel good about him. You know, obviously he's played with some bad quarterbacks the last couple of years, so that hasn't done him any favors. But yeah, uh, DJ Chark's a guy that you know I think he's got immense talent, but I just don't think he's been able to put it all together because of the dysfunction of the Jacksonville Jaguars up to this point. He's had some times where he's looked really good, but he's also had times where you know either he's been injured or you know he's had inconsistencies. What are your thoughts on potentially looking and kicking the tires on a guy like DJ Chark? Yeah, you're right. When it comes to the play of the Jacksonville Jaguars, that probably does have something to do with how he plays and everything else. I just, I have the issue of, again, we already have a wide receiver that, you know, is got injury problems. And, you know, when it comes to Chark, and I know everyone will say, oh, well, you just mentioned Gallup and Godwin. What's the difference there? Well, Michael Gallup and Chris Godwin have more experience. They have more production to back up their play and to back up, even though they have injuries, that you have something like that. Chark is a guy that is a much bigger risk. And that's the only thing that concerns me with it. I don't know who's going to offer for Chark. I mean, I don't know how much somebody's going to offer for him because that's going to be interesting for me what his market value is because, you know, like you said, 25, kid is fast, kid is agile. He is very, very good with the intangibles. The only issue is we just don't, we don't know what his production actually will be. You know, you could say, oh, we have one great year with Jacksonville. Yeah, but he was really their only wide receiver. Of course, he's going to be really good because he was the only one that the quarterback could throw the football to. You know, I mean, I just don't know if DJ Chark is going to be a number one or even a number two for some teams. You know, Chark's just not at that level yet. And do I expect him to be the guy that elevates this team to be able to come in right away and make add a new element to this team? I'm just not sure he's quite ready for that yet. I think he's a plug-in guy that that definitely will be good for whatever team he plays if you play him the right way. I just don't know if you can say, Chark, we want you to come in, be our number two guy, and go out there and make this team better. I just don't know if I'm ready to put my chips in on DJ Chark because there's just too much risk for me. If I'm going to spend what I'm going to guess eight to $9 million a year for a guy like Chark, I'd rather just pay an extra three, four million a year and go get a guy that I know is going to be productive, not an if. Right. The Colts have had a lot of ifs over the years at wide receiver. So it's about time to just figure it out. You know, like 
Chris Ballard talked about you know the band aid of the quarterback position, left tackle position. How about the wide receiver position outside of Michael Pittman and obviously T. Y. Hilton? The Colts have had put put band aids on that baby for a long time. Yep, uh, they've tried to figure it out. Paris Campbell didn't really hasn't really worked out because of the injuries, and the guys they brought in via free agency have been more of that tier two, tier three type of guys, and they they haven't worked out. You know, so it's kind of time to stop hoping for these guys to do it and kind of get a sure thing. Like, you know, whoever your quarterback is, if it's Carson Wentz, if it's somebody else, let's be honest, they're not the Andrew Lux or Peyton Manning where they're going to elevate the play of their wide receivers. They need those wide receivers to help elevate their game. You know, that's just how it is when you have a mid-tier quarterback. That's just kind of how it is. And DJ Chark's only played in 17 games over the past two years. So he hasn't played in 16 games ever in his career through, you know, in a regular season. So I, I think that's also something to consider as well. Obviously, he talked about he had a great season in 2019. He had over 860 yards. He had eight touchdowns. But other than that, not a whole lot. Now, obviously, quarterback, lack of production there. That obviously is something to be of note of. But yeah, overall, this guy is just, unless you can get him for very cheap and you add another wide receiver, like a higher tier, I'd rather just go for a guy you know and then go the draft. You know, I'd rather do that, if anything. But, you know, it's worth talking about as well. I wanted to talk about Odell Beckham as well. Obviously, he just suffered an ACL injury, so he would be out for a while. Um, but he's a talented guy as well that potentially, you know, won't be on the Rams next year. Um, what are your thoughts on Odell potentially as well? <laughs> Odell. Freaking Odell. Hey, listen, he showed if you have – the right quarterback in place, if you have the right scheme in place, you're he is a guy that definitely still has it. You know, I mean, we we were wondering all this time, right? You know, is he was he a product of Eli? Was he a product of Baker? Again, I think it goes to show. He really is a product of kind of the quarterback that you have in place because he has the talent. He definitely has the talent. Don't get me wrong. He's got amazing talent. I just think it does also make the right, take the right quarterback to put him in a position to be successful. Not saying that he's reliant on his quarterback completely, but you know, it, it takes the right scheme. It takes the right kind of balance to be able to get Odell in his spot. And he hit gold going with Matt Stafford, who is a great quarterback, and being able to get the football to him accurately and often and being able to dissect how it is. It just wasn't going to work with Stefanski and Baker. It, it obviously didn't work in uh, New York. Don't know if, he gonna, if he's going to leave uh, the Rams or not because I think they enjoy where he's at right now. But if he does, I like Odell. I think he's uh, I think he's accomplished a lot, and I, I love Odell Beckham Jr. and the swag that he brings. I just don't know if he's the right fit for us when it comes to, you know, the fact that we have Carson Wentz the quarterback, right? I think that's yeah. going to be my issue here. Is I'm I'm looking out more for Odell than I am for uh, the rest of the team here. I, I just don't think there's a lot of pitch there for Odell to come here unless you unless you got a guy like Russell Wilson or a Derek Carr or an Aaron Rodgers or somebody to come here and who's an, a much better quarterback that he feels confident is able to get him the football. That's my only concern. 
that's what I was going to say. Like, put yourself in Odell's shoes. You ain't you ain't going to want to leave Matthew Stafford for Carson Wentz. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> so I don't blame him at all. So I wouldn't blame him at all. Yeah. Um, but I think one thing, Derek, we can say for sure, there's a lot more guys we could potentially talk about. These are just some of the big name kind of guys that are a little bit more well-known in the league. Um, but I think one thing's for sure, Derek, the Colts need to do something at wide receiver. They cannot afford to sit on their hands here. Or else, I, mean, I hate to say it, but if they do that again, and if you come back with the same results, the only blame we can put is on the GM and the coach. If they're not going to do it, if they're not going to invest where it matters, and they're going to have this issue again for another year, it's on them, man. And honestly, as hard as this says, because you know, you know me, they know us, like they know we like Ballard and Reich, but if they just simply think that we can just get by another year without another bona fide wide receiver, I mean, they deserve to be fired. I'm sorry, like that might be very controversial, but like at this point, Derek, with your back against the wall, you can't afford to just sit on your hands. I, I just don't think you can. I really no, don't. You absolutely can't. I mean, it, it's getting to a point, again, we have seen Ballard try to fix this roster the way he wants to. And he has put together some great foundational pieces. I think that this, I, I think this whole notion of saying Ballard is like, on the verge of being and Reich or being on the verge of, you know, gone. I think there's very minimal amount of merit there. The only thing that can give that merit at this moment, after what we're seeing from this team getting stagnant after going to the playoffs the year prior, and then you thought you upgraded at some of these positions and you thought another year Another year where your running back is running at an all-time great level. Your defense is making turnovers. You know, you're in a situation where you thought this young team is going to get better. Well, it didn't get better, you know. And it's at a point now where you're saying, if you do go your same, if you do go your same route and this team doesn't deliver, a.k.a. doesn't win a playoff game this next year, Yes, it is time to start questioning who's at the helm here. I'm just saying I'm right. not I'm not going to even come close to saying that yet because I still have to wait to see what Ballard and Reich and Ursay do. They know their backs are against the wall now. They know. Colts Nation is very upset about it. Ursay has said how upset he is watching these teams play the way they are and realizing the Colts aren't that. So we'll see now what they do. I don't think there's been a a discourse like this with Ballard yet. I don't think there has been yet because before we kind of gave him the pass because he was getting great players in the draft and got one or two good guys in free agency. And then, you know, we were, we're winning more games than what we're losing. We are making it to the playoffs, but now it's time to start getting those results. You know, it, it, you're getting yep. into year five, getting into year six, you know, you're, this is your team, man. This is your time. You've you've rebuilt the roster. Now it's your hands. Now, like, can we start seeing some kind of results? So, exactly. Again, we're gonna see what happens. And and to be completely honest with you, I mean, there there's a lot of room for the Colts to make a room he, uh, move here at the wide receiver position. I honestly think this is probably the easiest spot. For the Colts to make a move this offseason because there's so many of them. There's so many. You're right. If the Colts don't make a move at wide receiver, 
and they don't make a blockbuster move somewhere else on this team, then yeah, we're going to start being like, okay, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, I mean, like, it's to the point where it's like, Ballard, you have your philosophy. I respect that. At the end of the day, you went you went from a playoff team to everybody staying Super Bowl contender to, to watching on your couch, just like we were, you know? So, like, you have realistic options, Chris Ballard. Like, I know you probably don't care about what I have to say or what Derek has to say, but please, for the love of everything, please upgrade wide receiver. Upgrade some of these positions. You've tried the draft route, okay? You've had some success, some not success. You've built a foundation of a really good football team. That's what's most maddening about this, Derek, is like, we know Chris Ballard is a really good drafter. We oh, yeah. know he's a very I mean, good he's talent. He's had some value. really good drafts. And, and oh, say yeah. what you want about the 2019 draft. Say what you want about the 2017 draft. That 2018 draft might have been the greatest draft that we have ever seen, ever. I mean, that, that might be the greatest draft that we've ever seen in the NFL's history. I find it very hard to believe there's been a GM that's hit more gold on that front than any other GM ever in the history of the NFL. 2020, yeah. you got your number one receiver at the moment. You got the best running back in the NFL at the moment in that draft. You got a couple of, of other key pieces that are depth pieces that you feel very comfortable with. You know, I mean, he's he's in some gold, man. Yeah. And him and his scouts, they do a really great job of drafting. And I feel confident going into this draft, even though we don't have a first-round pick, still feel confident in any of these picks that the Colts are going to find something that they're going to be able to work with in this draft. I do believe that. Just, you're right. It's it's the time to rely on the draft is past. You know, you've you've had four years of this. You have four or five years of this now. You found your guys, but you're not getting yourself to the extent of which you want to be at right now. And it's time to start using that free agent market because, I mean, the last four teams that did it, the last four teams that threw all their chips in and said we're going and getting everyone that we can get. They win it. And again, I know that some of these teams, they're going to lose a lot of these guys. But you feel confident with the guys you drafted and you feel confident in your ability to draft that even without first-round picks, even without second-round picks at times, you still feel confident you're going to be able to find those one or two hidden gems that can help you a few years down the road. Look at what Isaiah Rodgers is doing. A six-rounder, and he's your starting corner. You look at Danny Pinter. Dude might replace one of the offensive linemen here shortly. He was a fifth rounder, you know, from a from a small Mac school. You know, I mean, these guys can draft. And that's what's great is that you feel confident in your ability to do so. And now you think, okay, we can now throw our chips in. I feel confident in my ability, even though I don't have first or maybe some seconds, I feel confident in these late rounds. I can still evaluate this talent and be able to still replenish one or two positions. That's yep. why. And please do yep. it. And you have, but it's time to start hitting that market. I don't care if it's wide receiver or not, but there has to be something that needs to be done. See, like, look at the Rams. Look at what just happened. The Super Bowl champions. Look what they did. Look what, what did they do well in that game to win that game, Derek? They protected their quarterback. Mm -hmm. They had star wide receivers, Cooper Cup, Odell. You know, just to name a few yep. who made plays. Even the Bengals had Jamar Chase who was making plays out there. Oh, yeah. And they got to 
the quarterback. I'm going to clap for emphasis. They got to the quarterback. Yes. They got to the quarterback. Something Robert Mathis continues to say every week. It's about getting to the quarterback. He replies to me. And, like, yeah, I mean, bro, like, at this point, you look at that. The Colts don't have a quarterback that can get it done right now, or at least he didn't show this last year. They don't have really any wide receivers outside of Michael Pittman that scare you. They don't really have a pass rush that scares you. So as good as Ballard has been, and he's been really good at drafting, the three most important positions in football, the Colts have question marks at. Yes. That is why they are they did not make the playoffs. Let's be honest. Yeah. The rest of their team's great. You know, the rest of their team, I would say one of the better rosters in the NFL. But at the key positions, the Colts really struggled last year. And that's why they didn't make the playoffs. And wide receiver, you have a real chance here, Chris Ballard, to help out your quarterback. Think of it like this. If you get a guy that's a really, really good wide receiver and you have Carson Wentz for another year, it's only going to help your quarterback. So you're kind of solving two positions at once. Yeah, or at least even if you're not committing to Carson full term. I mean, it's still right. putting yourself in a position for the next guy you might potentially want to go after. Go get the guys. Yes. You have the money. You can do it. You can move some contracts around. You can do whatever you got to do. You know, you pay people to do that, Chris. You pay people to do that, Colts. Do it and go get some guys because it's you got a great foundation. You talked about it. But at this point, year five, year six, if you don't make a play, you don't want to win. Like, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. But if you're so stuck in the mud where you can't do that, then you just don't want to win. <laughs> as hard as that is to say, because I think they do, basically being negligent there speaks you don't care about winning to me and to fans. And that's why fans are so mad right now. Because they haven't done that in the past. I'm just going to say this, and this isn't receiver-related, so uh, I apologize. But I I just – please, for the love of God, do not go for Jimmy G. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) The last thing I'm going to say of this, just for the love of God, please don't. Bro, can you imagine what our comment section is going to be like? There are going to be people that are like – they're like – they're mad. I, I, I can see it right now. They're just, I'll be mad. Stupid. I'll be mad. About. I'll be mad right there with them. I'm about, I'll, I'll go live. I'll go live and I'll <laughs> let every Colts fan that wants to vent their frustration come onto that stream. I can have 10 of them yell at the, at the same time because I can bring them all in at once. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that stream, bro. That's going to yeah, be that hilarious. Would be funny. <laughs> uh, but no, I think the thing is that fans, hopefully, if you guys are still listening, you got to realize like, you know, we're trying to figure it out as much as you guys are. We're trying to find answers just as much as you guys are. These are our thoughts based off of kind of how we've what we've observed, you know, with Super Bowl rosters and roster construction and stuff like that. So doesn't mean it's necessarily what the Colts are gonna do, or even if it is, you know, the right route. This is just our opinion on what we think would make a lot of sense. And we're gonna start at wide receiver. We're gonna look at other positions of need. You know, funny enough, Derek, you mentioned Jimmy G. I wasn't going to talk about quarterback because I thought Carson was going to be the quarterback this next year. Well, based off of some recent reports, that might not be the case anymore, so we may have to actually talk about quarterback. We'll see how that goes along, but I think we might just briefly discuss it in a podcast or something like that. We'll see what happens there on that front. But uh, yeah, guys, that'll do it for this one. A little bit of a longer video, but there's a lot of guys here. Uh, The other positions probably won't be nearly as long of a video um, so, but be on the lookout for those. We're going to talk about a few more of these positions of need for the Colts down the stretch. That'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for over 10K. Really appreciate it. Hoping to, uh, when free agency comes, hopefully the Colts make some moves. 
we get some big videos popping. I would love that. That would be awesome. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for all your support. And as always, go Colts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.